What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Trivia Rewrites. Were you aware that a new record was set this past week for the highest price of sneakers sold at auction? Are you comfortable with the amount of knowledge that you have about the Nintendo company? Would you watch Love Actually for fun? Well, if you answered no to any or all of these questions, then do we have just a show for you. As always, Demo and myself had a great time recording this episode and hope that you enjoy listening to it half as much as we enjoyed making it. A special thanks to those listeners who took the time to write in last week, and hopefully this episode sparks something in your mind that causes you to reach out. I don't want to speak for Demo, but I really enjoy answering questions that we get through email or Twitter. Keeps it fun. Well, I feel that I've kept you from Demo's sultry voice long enough, so without further delay, let's get into this week's episode of Trivia Rewrites. Welcome to Trivia Rewrites, where we look at how the news is changing trivia. Today is Wednesday, March 20th, 2020. I'm your host, Demo, and this is my co-host, Hibbs. Hey, man. How's it going? Pretty good. How's your week going? Not too not too bad so far. Today's Tuesday, so... Today's I mean, Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. <laughs> yes. As I just said. Yeah. Top. So that shows you how my week's going. A little... A little all over the place, but you know what? It's okay. We'll get through it. Regardless of how I feel, the days are moving along. So, Hibbs and I have done a little research on the week's news and try to create some trivia questions based on that. Uh, but to start us off, I've got some This Day in History trivia for you, Hibbs. So I've got several here. I've got three this week. Okay. So, oh, these are, okay. On this day, May tw- March, May 20th. What did yes. I say at the top of the show? I probably said March. I hope not. May 20th, 1873. Jacob Davis partnered with what German immigrant to receive a U.S. patent for blue jeans with copper rivets? Something Levi is my guess. Well, that's his first name. Do you know his last name? Levi is his first name? Yep. Nice. Strauss. There you go. Levi Strauss. Levi Strauss. You got it. Uh, on this day in 1980, the population of which Canadian province rejected by 60% a government proposal to move towards independence from Canada? Quebec. Correct. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, Quebec. They wanted to become, because they're very culturally different from Canada, being a lot of French French Canadian, yeah. yeah. Uh, on this day in 1989... The Chinese authorities declared martial law in the face of pro-democracy demonstrations, setting the scene for a massacre in which part of the Chinese capital of Beijing? Is it, uh, I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation, Uh, Tiananmen? Tiananmen Square? Tiananmen Square. Square. The Tiananmen Square Massacre. So there you go. Three for three. You got it. Three for three. Nice. I'm really glad this is just a podcast and there's no video associated with it. That way... Listeners can't see how pathetically excited I get when I get a question correct. A little dancing that I, I think do. they can hear. Probably. It comes out. You're excited. <laughs> I am excited. I'm, pr- I'm proud of myself, man. Uh, okay. So you, do you want to start? Well, do you want to go first or me? You got one that you're interested in? I got a, que- I got a question for you that All I right. think was uh, just 
uh, flabbergasting, if I do say so myself. Wow, flabbergasting. Flabbergasting. So prior to this week, the world record for the highest price of a sneaker sold at auction was $437,000 for a sneaker. Uh, One, not even the pair? It's a pair for a <laughs> pair of sneakers. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. But still, a, a ridiculous amount of money. Uh, this was for a pair of 1972 Nike Waffle Racing Oh, uh, yeah. Flat Moon shoes. Mm -hmm. So this week, a pair of shoes sold for $560,000. Can you tell me what type of shoe sold for $560,000? I was going to say like original Air Jordans, but I think they probably made a lot of those. So to me, that would probably not be worth that much. So it'd have to be something that's pretty... Was it like a one-time shoe, or is it something that had a, a big production run? It had a big, big production run. Oh. It so wasn't why, like the... Why is it so special then? Hmm. Like a, maybe like an original Chuck Taylor shoe mm. or something like that? I don't know. That's... It's a good guess. It's a good guess. Um, no, you were right with your original oh. gut. It was Air Jordan 1s. It was... And it's game-worn... Oh. And has Michael Jordan's autograph. Okay, that probably has and, quite a bit to do with the value. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And it's coming on the tail end of the whole uh, yes. last dance. Yes, like, yes. $560,000 for a pair of shoes. Yeah, I mean, the fact that they're signed and game warned, that makes it. That Yeah, that's kind of like, I, I think that's kind of like. It's more like a piece of history and rather rather than like a shoe collection shoe, you know? Right, for sure. Sports but it's kind of like a loophole for like it's not, it's not really a. Sh it's I mean it's still a shoe, obviously. A shoe hole loophole. Shoe hole loophole. We love those <laughs> loopholes here on Trivia Rewrites. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Who won? Do you know? Un the unnamed. I, I think the, unnamed I mean, collector. I have no idea. I didn't see the name, but I'm sure I could find out for you real fast. You ask me a question, I'll see if I can find that name. Okay. Mine's more of like a list of things, but it's based on this. According to the newest report from the Energy Information Administration, the United States is projected to produce more energy from renewable sources than from coal for the first time in its history in 2020. So I've got a list here of the top sources of electricity that the United States uses here. And I want to see if you can name the, uh, the top ones here. Anything over 1%, let's say. Anything over 1% that produces electricity? Yes, that produces more than 1% of the United States' electricity. And this is a projection for the year 2020. Okay. Um, I mean, the, the main three are hydroelectric, wind, and solar. So Okay, so you're just talking about renewables, yes. So those are oh. the, the top three renewables. Yep, we got okay. wind, hydro. Wind is about 10%, 9 or 10%. Hydropower is about 7%, and solar is about a little over 2%. Huh. Um, but can you name, from any source, over 1% of the power? There's three more sources that the U.S. gets oh. its power from. And not even not renewables, just any kind of power that we produce. Okay, okay, I, I misunderstood. Um, nuclear? Nuclear, yeah. twenty About 21% of our power. Wow. Hmm. Well, and I said one in the question. Oh, coal. Yep, coal okay. is about twenty percent as well. Gotcha. I, I thought you were like, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, as, like oil, or well, it's something that comes from oil. Petrol, petroleum, like, huh? 
something that comes from gasoline. Yeah, okay. I mean natural gas. Natural gas. So okay. We burn, okay. Well, we burn natural gas, and that's about forty percent of our power. And then the n- nuclear, like you said, and then all combined renewables are about twenty percent, which is just a little bit more than coal in twenty twenty or is projected to be. And that's the first time that that's ever happened. Hmm. A lot of a lot of that's from the shrinking coal mart. Like coal has just shrunk as a percentage overall in general, but also wind and solar are growing quite a bit in recent right. years. So well, technology is catching just, up. Yep, yeah. they're kind of just crossing there in the middle, though. Yeah, you pretty much uh, got it. There's a couple other really small sources on here, but those are the main ones. I'll take it. I mean, my my job kind of requires me to have be in touch a little bit with energy production and codes and all that good stuff. But yeah, I think uh, on that same vein, kind of a, for fun fact, uh, Colorado is pushing towards all defrosting has to be done electrically. I think that's right. So that's kind of defrosting. Like if you're going to like quote unquote warm a sidewalk. Oh, it has to be done with like electric and maybe even like renewable electric energy. It can't just, so that's a big market for Colorado. How do they do that now? I mean, natural gas. Like they have like, you're saying they heat up sidewalks and, and defrost them with natural gas. Yeah. I mean, I don't know for a fact. I mean, I just, I, all I know is that it has to be done now with electricity. I don't know how they're doing it currently. Interesting. But, I mean, it's not like, you know, if you're homeless, you can't sleep on the sidewalk and be cozy. They're only heating it to like 35 degrees versus 32 degrees. Whatever. You can cut it. But I thought, <laughs> I was, I thought it was I'm just confused by deep. I didn't know that that was something that they did widespread in a lot of places like defrosted sidewalks well maybe not sidewalks but your bridges or your stadiums or okay, I'm, gonna fa- I'm gonna fact check it and, we'll, and i'll circle back go around. for it yeah fact check me okay well i think we just we just have those two questions so now it's time to move yeah. on to rapid fire trivia rapid fire trivia all right question one for the first time in 128 years a statue of which angel will be temporarily removed from the top of the Salt Lake Temple to repair damage after it received damage in an earthquake in March? Oh. Oh, man. And Salt Lake, you said? Salt okay. Lake Temple, yeah. And it's going to sound really, like, insensitive, but I'm quickly trying to go through all the songs that I know from Book of Mormon. Yes. <laughs> to see if there's uh-huh. any. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm going to go with, like, Gabriel is always a pretty good angel guess. Okay. I am Moroni, the all-American angel. Oh, I did. Oh, man. Moroni. My insensitivity would have paid off. <laughs> the Dang statue it. was placed at the peak of the central east spire in 1892, a year before the temple was dedicated. Hmm. Moroni. I only knew that because of uh, Book of Mormon, but yeah. Question two. On Sunday, NASCAR held its first race since the coronavirus pandemic began with a race at Darlington Raceway in which southern state? Alabama. It's South Carolina. Oof. It's rapid fire. What are you going to do? Question three. The daughter of which wrestling superstar became the youngest person in history to sign with WWE? Uh, This was actually back in February, but I guess he was on or late night. TV show promoting this, and he mentioned it. Uh, I'm going to go with 
Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Correct. He is a Dwayne daughter. Johnson's daughter, Simone, is the youngest person in WWE history to sign a contract with them. What do you What do you think about the Rock? What do you mean? What do, what it do doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> okay. Question. Just throwing the rock back at you. Okay. Okay. I Question guess. four. <laughs> the U.S. House of don't know much about wrestling, and now that's, I'm just he does, That's his shtick. He like interrupts. I thought he could. I thought that. you can't smell what he's cooking. I thought that was his shtick. He's got a lot of shticks. One <laughs> of them is interrupting people and saying it doesn't matter. Question four. It doesn't he, matter what question four is. Like that, question four. The U.S. House of Representatives on Friday changed its voting rules to allow for what for the first time in its history? I'm going to guess voting from mail-in or home or something like that. Yep. They will now be able to conduct committee business and hold committee hearings remotely as well as uh, vote remotely, which Mm. they weren't able to do previously. I don't know. Amazing that they weren't able to do that before, like not even by phone. But yeah. Old-fashioned institutions. Question five. Yeah. In light of social distancing, the English Heritage Organization will be live-streaming the sunrise of the summer solstice at which prehistoric landmark? I saw this, and I'm pretty sure, is it Stonehenge? Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Indeed. What are your thoughts on Stonehenge? Aliens? (laughs) What are we we dealing with over there? Are you going to interrupt me with a rock (laughs) thing? I, I thought it was question five, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean. Probably just people put it there. Oh, well. Seems most likely to me. There's, the, there's that old demo creativity. What do you think? What do you think? I don't know, man. That's, it's crazy. It's, well, I mean, yeah, to I, mean, me I don't know, but what do you think? I mean, I'm, given the time period and how heavy those rocks are, most likely slavery. Slavery? Yeah, dude. Look at the, look at the pyramids. Yeah, but the Stonehenge is like... Not that big in comparison to the pyramids, you know. Exactly, that's my they point. Is just... that like, yeah, okay. I mean, but it's definitely people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm always, I would, I would love for it to be aliens, just because like everyone thinks aliens are gonna have this like huge technological impact. I feel like if it was impact. aliens, I would be kind of disappointed. Like that's all they did. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's what's funny about it. It'd be like so. That's why I would be like, yeah. <laughs> just some toddler alien messing with some some Legos. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I have for rapid fire. Those five. I feel as if if I, if I could take a moment to praise myself here, please do. I feel as, I feel as if my my guessing has gotten better over the last. It has. Three I've months. I've said that. It definitely yeah. has. I don't freeze up like I used to. You don't freeze up. I think Calm, you're cool, collected. Yeah, you're not as nervous about it, and I think you're kind of just getting used to coming up with a reasonable answer and sticking with that and being like, "This is my guess," instead of just saying, "Well, I don't know," so I'm not going to take a guess. So. Yeah. There's, a, there's an art to trivia I'm learning. Now it's time for, I'm not. I'm going to stop calling it the newest segment. It's not a segment it's, anymore. It's time for hot seat trivia. It's an aged segment. Hib, Hibs and I have assigned each other topics or chosen them ourselves that we'd like to know more about. We've come up with a series of progressively harder questions about those topics, and we're going to take turns asking each other those questions to see if our research in the past week has paid off. Yeah. So... Well, Last let's week, also not forget that sometimes our topics can be given to us by listeners, which we appreciate true. more than anything, as long as they are good movies. But go on. Last week, you were saying? Do we need to get into this now, or should we? I think we should table it. Let's table it, because I'm going to get all wound up, all right, and well, you know how I get. Putting a pin in that discussion, 
Yes. And we're moving on to hot seat. So last week, you chose for yourself, kind of out of the blue, you just said, I'm doing Tour de France. Yeah. I like riding my bike. And he so likes riding like, bikes. He doesn't know anything about the Tour de France. Now he I knows don't. some about it. I know I know a lot more than I did, and I know that I don't know that much. That's the first step to true knowledge, yep. is knowing that you don't know a lot. Exactly. That was, you know, Sun Tzu or Confucius or somebody said that. I don't know. You ready? I, I am. I am ready. <laughs> I am. I am Hibs. I'm more confused now, but yes, I am You ready. are on the hot seat. All right, let's do this. What is blood doping? Oh, right out the gates. Um, I... I believe, <laughs> my understanding, because I don't do needles, and I don't do blood, so I wasn't about to dive deep into this topic. <laughs> um, I, I really hope this is it, or I'm going to sound like a complete idiot. Okay. Um, it's where you get blood taken out of your body at a at like two or three weeks before the race, and then you get that same amount of blood put in, so you have more red blood cells, so you have more oxygen in your blood. It has to do something to do with oxygenation and red blood cells, I'm pretty sure. How it actually happens, I'm not 100% Sounds confident. good. That wasn't your first question. I was just seeing if you knew. Oh, man. <laughs> your easy question. Here we go. You're okay. actually on the hot seat now. Okay. Your easy question. Prior to being stripped of his wins in 2012, which rider held the record for the most wins in the history of the Tour de France with seven consecutive victories from 1999 to 2005? Lance Armstrong. Plano, Texas's own. Lance Texas's own. Armstrong. The uniballer, as they call him. Indeed. Question two, your medium difficulty question. For the first 83 years of its existence, the Tour de France was won by European riders. But in 1986, which man became the first non-European rider to win the general classification of the Tour de France? Man. I know he was from the U.S. I'm pretty sure he was from the. I don't want to say I know. I'm pretty sure he's from the U.S. And I, I am. I think I think his first. I've forgotten clearly. Um, I think his first name started with it. I was like Tom or something like that. Very. It's a pretty common name. You're right. Yeah. Um, but I cannot remember his actual name. So I, I'm gonna have to go with I don't know. His name was Greg Lamond. Greg Lamond of the United States, like he said. He was the first non-European to win the tour in 1986 after placing in the top three in the previous two tours. And he also mm -hmm. went on to win two more times in 1989 and 1990. Hmm. Your hard question. The Tour de France is made up of four main competitions called classifications. The oldest and most prestigious of which is called the general classification and is based on the rider's cumulative time through all the stages. The leader of the general classification is also awarded a yellow jersey at the beginning of each stage. Can you name the three other classifications and their respective jersey colors? Okay. I read this one. Uh-huh. The So we're gonna start with the jersey colors. Sure. You have the yellow for the leader. You the have the general, yeah. General yeah. classification. Yep. Exactly. Um, the three other jerseys are green, white, and polka dot. Okay. I'm pretty sure I, I'm very very confident on those. I'm pretty sure green is for the individual that had the quickest time of that leg or that day. Is that is that correct? Keep going. Okay. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I'm I want to say the uh, the 
polka dot jersey is for the best mountain rider and then the white is best sprinter um but like i said i know that it's i know those are the jerseys i can't remember exactly what they are though okay so you're you're you got the jersey colors right so mm-hmm. the next oldest one after general classification is called the mountains classification and it's based on the winners of each individual climb during a stage so during a stage there can be more than one climb Mm -hmm. and whoever gets to the top of that peak each peak during the climb is given points based on the order in which they got to the top and they are awarded a white jersey with red polka dots Mm. okay so polka dots so they're the mountain mountain classification yep okay the next classification it's called the points classification and it gives points to the top 15 finishers of each stage so it's kind of like you treated each stage like a different race in nascar or f1 where you get points for right your finishing position mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily who's fastest but it's like if you got top five in every race you would probably win the every leg you would get the points classification and they wear the green jersey and that's the one that they kind of talk about as being like the sprinters classification because they're often towards the front of the pack mm, okay uh and then the last one is the young rider classification and that's the same thing as the general classification based on cumulative time except it's only awarded to riders under the age of 26 that's right so pretty you got the mountain one and then you got the jersey colors, but you're kind of a little bit off on the points and the young rider thing. But yeah, pretty that, good. that's because I remember th- I remember reading it and being like, oh, green is like if you're green, if you're green at your job, you're new, you're young. And so I should have remembered that one. But well, no, the young rider is white. Confusing white. You're off the hot seat. I think. I'm off the hot seat. It feels good. I feel like I've just ridden a little over 2000 miles. Do you? But I have one more. I again, I came up with. Because I had three questions, and I was like, these are too hard. So I made an easier one. Okay. So you have a fourth question, an extreme question. An extreme I might just start doing this regularly. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like in the extreme. Your extreme question is, since the introduction of the Young Rider classification in 1983, five riders have won both the general classification and the Young Rider classification in the same year. I guess the question would be, can you name all five? But let's see if you can get some of these. Oh. I could I could give you the year maybe maybe that would ah, it's not gonna help me oh okay um <laughs> yeah it's that's not gonna because yeah uh, I'm gonna guess I mean Lance Armstrong is just gonna be a guess I don't know any of these I'm gonna guess Lance Armstrong uh, and then there was another guy that competed and I think the youngest person to ever compete and win something I don't think he won the race. But when something was 19 years old, which is just insane. Um, so some, I think, I'm pretty sure they were European or maybe even French. But 19-year-old uh, French person. 7-year-old French boy. So, yeah. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of nameless French people in this podcast. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know the names. Of so those. the first one was the first ye- uh, year of the classification of the Young Riders was 1983 Laurent Fignon and then 1997 Jan Ulrich 2007 Alberto Contador 2010 Andy Schleck 
And this past year's winner, Egon Bernal, who is uh, from Belgium, I believe. Interesting. I almost said Belgish there, but that's not right. Is it not? Belgish? <laughs> For somebody from Belgium? I don't think so. I think you call them... Uh, Belwegian? No. Hmm. What do they call them? Why am I struggling with this? Just, I guess, Bel- Belgian, I guess, is what it Belgian? would Belgian? Yeah. I think we just created two better names. Belgish and Belwegian? <laughs> yeah. Belwegian doesn't make any sense. What did you What did you study on that you, you didn't see in this quiz that you might have expected to see? I, um, well, to be honest, I got sucked into a lot of like, oh, wow, this is interesting. Oh, why? That's how they rode. Like, as someone who enjoys bikes myself, mm. seeing the original guys climbing up those mountains on ge- on bikes without gears. Yeah, no gears and no like gears. wooden frames. Yeah, super non aerodynamic. Their brake cables just going all willy nilly for no reason whenever they did have brakes. Um, uh, yeah, no helmets was something else that I saw was I thought was surprising. Even some of uh, Lance Armstrong's finishes, he didn't have a helmet on. And then another, another little fun fact, I can't remember the guy's name, but I saw um, some some writer back in, I think it was the 80s, he would fill fill water bottles with lead and ride. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and he, he would ride the mountain stages with lead water bottles. That way he would descend faster. Mm. Oh, and then I think until the mid-60s, I believe it was, they used to drink alcohol while riding to numb the pain of cycling and the, it later got banned because it was a stimulant they considered drinking while riding a stimulant so <laughs> which i mean explains why i love you know a good cycle home from the bars is fantastic perfect you did pretty well only one that i care about honestly is um what is what is blood doping that you i think you're right it's that, like you take your blood before an intense amount of training or before a stage like you said when it's like really oxygenated and then you do you inject it back in yeah after a really you put it on ice basically and then after a really difficult stage you put your own blood back into you so that it's got a lot more oxygen so that you recover much faster than somebody that would just not have that i knew it was an oxygen oxygen oxygenation thing but i didn't really know exactly how it was done (laughs) yeah but interesting. Yep. All right. Well, time time to turn those tables. Are you ready to be on the hot seat with your topic of the Nintendo company? Nintendo. That was my attempt. It wasn't bad. Did you practice that this past week? Maybe. I mean, if that was straight out the gate, that was pretty impressive. If it was practiced, bad. Well, We'll address that okay. later on. So yeah, I had the Nintendo company, and I, I went full history, watched a couple little YouTube documentaries, read mm-hmm. some articles. I'm ready. All right, Mr. Moe, you are on the hot seat with your easy question. Here we go. A company much older than video games, how did Nintendo originally start? We're a playing card manufacturer, Hanafuda playing cards oh. to be exact that is that is exact <laughs> and correct that is wow you uh you someone did their research before the night of hi <laughs> yes you did <laughs> all right um your medium 
level question. Uh-huh. What was Nintendo's first handheld gaming system called? Mm, I think it was just called Game & Watch. Game & Watch. Inspired by seeing someone on a train messing with a calculator. In case you want a little more. What a, what a bored individual that must have been. Yeah. Just playing with his calculator. I thought it was playing with his watch. Like the buttons on his digital watch. I mean, it, I mean, it maybe it was a digital watch calculator. Okay. Yeah. Fair. It could have been both. Yeah. <laughs> 8008135 or whatever it is. Yeah. All right. Your hard question. Okay. Donkey Kong was the first video game that allowed players to do what with their player? Nintendo considered patenting this action, but eventually decided not to. I mean, I think it was just jumping. So it's considered the first platformer. Oh, yeah. It was jumping. I That one, I'm surprised you got that because that one, I, of all my research that I did, it was only, I only found that fact one place. So yeah, you you breeze walked through your hot seat. No problem. Those were, <laughs> I thought, come on. <laughs> What's your extra well, question? Okay, yeah. It's not, I mean. It's just an extra thing. You it's found. just an extra one. It's not even a super hard one. What is the Konami code? Mm, yeah, I, d- I don't have the Konami code memorized. What is the most famous code? What's the most famous cheat code when it comes to video games? Yeah, I mean, I don't know it. I know what you're talking about, but I don't have oh. it memorized. It, okay, well, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start. That is the Konami code, which is used across multiple games, multiple platforms. And Konami code was... Um, actually an accident for some reason i know a lot about the konami code apparently um i don't have any notes in front of me i just that stuck in my brain the uh the programmer that was responsible for the game that it was a part of which i should have written down but i don't well, have. i think it's in contra i don't know if that was the first game that had it but contra has it but there it was some other game that had it um like the first one yeah yeah because it's, it's in contra Wait, have on you purpose. taken me off the hot seat so demo you're off the hot seat with your Whoa. breeze walk i don't i'm upset i should have gone upset because I feel like I made it too easy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, you did a great job. If the fact that you knew the playing cards, the Hanafuda, that was, I mean, you launched that one out the park from the get-go. So I knew I was dealing with a pro. So I should have. I well, I was expecting because in previous weeks you were like, you were knocking them out. Of, like I was like, had no clue on these questions. The National Parks thing, I was like. So I tried to get some details down. Well, I wanted to, yeah. I was trying to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Trying to trying to walk it in, trying to dial in. We'll figure it out. <laughs> well, we're all learning here. All right. Uh, I learned some. Yeah, share with me. Do you know what uh, the character's name in the original Donkey Kong was prior to being renamed to Mario? Uh, wasn't it Jumpman? Yep, Jumpman. Jumpman. You know, and he was trying to save his girlfriend from Donkey Kong. But do you know what his girlfriend's name was? Was it Princess Peach? Nope. Uh, princess, woman in distress, damsel in distress. She's just called Pauline. Pauline? Yep. There uh-huh. you go. Do you know what? Interesting. Nintendo's best-selling console, like home console, is the best-selling home console. Mm, I want to say it's the Wii, but because I, I, yeah, I'm gonna go with Wii. Final answer. Yep, is the Wii. The Wii. We enjoy this hot seat segment. And we hope we you do. enjoy it too. Uh, these topics this week were, or my topic anyway, Nintendo was suggested by a listener, a listener Clay, 
And on that note, Clay sent us a Twitter message. A Twitter a message. Yes, you old man. Clay tweeted at us, and he said, in regards to last week's episode, based on the most recent pod, I have now realized I will die on the Love Actually movie hill. What are y'all's petty or small opinions you would die on a hill for? We could. This could be a podcast for me. We could make a podcast called Hibs is Hills, and I could just rant. <laughs> well, I thought the podcast was going to be called I Hate Love Actually. And that could be. A, I could. I could rant for an hour on why I don't. Hibs like is Love Hills. Actually. Give Give us your your pettiest of petty. My pettiest of petty. Oh man, the the biggest one that I can think of, especially when it comes to you and I, Demo, mm-hmm. is I think Ben Schwartz is. A treasure that needs to be protected at all costs to us as Americans. Wow. Um, find him hilarious. I think he is a genius in his own right. Anyone who thinks that he's goofy or off the wall or unsophisticated is They're correct. Uncultured. Oh. And what do you mean? You wouldn't even call him goofy? That's not even a bad thing. Well, he's goofy. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But in the most respectable way. Okay. Hill to die on makes it sound like it's kind of like an uncommon opinion. So your plight in life. I don't know if this is my plight in life, but my petty thing, I cannot stand when you're waiting in line somewhere, the grocery store, or like there's a long line to get in somewhere and people aren't prepared with the stuff to pay the information that they need to give to the person that we're waiting in line for. Mm. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. They're swiping all the groceries and then they get to the end and then they wait for them to say the total and then they're like oh and they pull out their wallet try and find the right card it's like why did you like you didn't think you were gonna have to pay you didn't think you're gonna have to get your wallet out they were they were waiting for that siren to go off you're like you're yeah. our 1000th customer like today. be ready because every second you spend there is you're wasting everyone's time behind you it multiplies right it's kind no, of the I same thing so. with like uh traffic you're in traffic to, oh. in the exit lane yeah and somebody jumps in the exit lane like way in front of you yeah because they didn't get over in time you just wasted everyone's time behind you mm-hmm. for no reason so it's just because selfish. you were late yeah yeah and there's no consequences and they know it right but this is a I, society yeah <laughs> with no, rules i can't jump just on, flaunt convention like that in the same vein as clay's hills to die on yeah if he's gonna sit there and fight for love actually which i mean i respect the hell out of clay for fighting for that movie I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight for Ben Schwartz, and then the movie, the movie Premium Rush. I told you, Hibs is Hills. I could do this all day, man. Premium <laughs> Rush. I've never Premium seen Rush. it. I'll have to yeah. check oh. it out. I'll check it out. I, I haven't seen it. Can't pass judgment. It's a good one. Uh, I'm a okay. fan. Okay, what else do we have here? So another tweet. We had a tweet from Superfan Zach who says, mm. "Thanks for making our episodes longer. I got a doozy of a drive tomorrow that I'm looking forward to hearing my." hot seat two for on so both of the categories last week were zach's and then we had a couple of tweets from neil and herb neil says quiz hibs about rap that's a very good for those that know neil for those that know neil that was a spot-on neil impression that was and then herb said i think this is said but i second the rap hot seat segment i want to hear hibs talk more about mentally stimulating rap because i think you mentioned that last week Mentally if stimulating. I wanted some mentally stimulating rap, you had the stuff for me. So we could uh, quiz you on that next week. Uh, last tweet we had here was from The Geek Bracket. As I mentioned last week, I was on another podcast 
a couple weeks ago now called The Geek Bracket, and he just said thanks for the shout-out at the end of last week's episode. And, yeah, I just want to thank them again for having me on. And uh, I think we could do a little maybe collaboration here. Maybe I could write some trivia questions for them if they uh, if he wants to write some uh, – if he wants to write some, maybe a hot seat segment for one of us. That'd be fun. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. So uh, look out for that. Hot seat segments for next week. Hibbs and I have had a little discussion, and we have decided that Hibbs is going to write questions for me about the Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang? <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> the Wu-Tang Clan. I don't know anything about the group. And, Do you listen uh, to much rap as a whole? No, not at all. I mean, some, but very little. So, what is your go-to genre rock music? Rock, I guess. Okay, you'd have to say. I can see that. I mean, I can. You know, Demo, take this as the best way possible. But I can see you either listening to rock or you know hiring an individual to come play the violin for you every day. Okay, could get expensive. It it gets expensive, but it's worth it in the end. You know. Right. I mean, yeah. You get these guys on. You get these guys on retainer, and then it's like, pay me, pay me. It's like, oh, okay, can you yeah. in every week? I'm gonna be writing questions for you. Yes. And you will be doing research on the topic of Gordon Ramsay. I think I think Clay suggested this one a while ago, and we yes. kind of we've danced this, around it, but we're going full on. This is Clay's redemption time. This is his, this is his <laughs> redemption <laughs> time. Yeah. What if you hate Gordon Ramsay too? That's impossible. I love going Ramsey. Oh, okay, perfect. Uh, uh, well, to be fair, I, I, some of his recipes can get a little prestigious, in my opinion. But pretentious? Pretentious, prestigious. <laughs> it's the same thing. Once it's made, it's prestigious. The <laughs> Nice. Good save. The, rec- <laughs> the recipe itself is pretentious, yes. Okay, cool. Um, anything in particular? Are we going to break it down? Or is it just going his, his life and times? You know... His- his schooling. I'm not his... going to ask you specifics about episodes of his TV shows. Okay. But, yeah, I think we're going to cover everything. I mean, it, I think it's also safe to break it down. Okay. Cover Career, okay, cool. maybe a book he's written, TV shows he's been on. I'm not going to get too deep into the specifics of those, but you should know the names of the shows and maybe right. some book titles and all that. Right. And I mean, then... you, can, you can almost split him into two categories of <laughs> chef and TV personality. For me, Wu-Tang Clan, how, I mean. There's a lot of members of the Wu-Tang Clan. There's yeah. more than you would think. I don't know off the top of my head. I think it's like 12. I will not be asking you. But I should name. know the prominent members probably. Albums, songs. Yeah. yeah. History they're forming, etc. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, the, the, the main ones should ring a bell whenever you're doing a little bit of research. You but... would think that, but. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know your gangster side. So if you, as a listener, would like to have your topics featured on the Hot Seat segment, or if you'd just like to send us uh, an interesting trivia fact that you found, you can tweet at us at Trivia Rewrites or send us an email to TriviaRewrites at gmail.com. I would especially like to hear if there's anyone listening who does not know myself or Hibbs personally, (laughs) I want to know who you are. And how you found this podcast. Because yes. with the number of people that have listened, I'm sure there's somebody that's doesn't... There's got to be one person that doesn't know us directly, you know? Like friend of a friend kind of thing, maybe? But yes. So Please. send us send us a shout, and uh, we will get back to you. Um, but I think 
that's all we have for this week. Unless you have anything else, Hibs? I do not. I have nothing. Okay. Well, we look forward to our hot seat topics, and we look forward to hearing from you. We will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. See you later. I feel as if, if I, if I could take a moment to praise myself here, I feel as, I feel as if my, my guessing has gotten better over the last three months. I don't know. I'm going to go with, like, Gabriel is always a pretty good angel guess. Moroni. Oh, I did. Oh, man. Alabama. It's South Carolina. Oof. But I cannot remember his actual name, so I, I'm going to have to go with I don't know. But do you know what his girlfriend's name was? Was it Princess Peach? Nope. I, I really hope this is it. Or I'm going to sound like a complete idiot.